More than a month ago, former pharmaceutical CEO Martin Shkreli was called to testify before a court. After he acquired U.S. rights to a life-saving drug, he promptly boosted its price by over 5,000%, from $13.50 a tablet to $750. I sat down with Rabbi Nitano Wiederblank of Yeshiva University to get the Torah perspective. Rabbi Wiederblank, thank you for joining us today. Pleasure to be here. So what, what do the traditional sources have to say about this issue? There's a very interesting story in the Gemara, in the Talmud, in Yevamos. Somebody was fleeing from jail, and he told the ferryman, I'll pay you a dinar if you take me to the other side. And the ferryman knew of his situation. He says, I want $10,000, even though the going rate, let's say, was only $100. So the halacha is that he could say, yes, I'll pay you $10,000, and only pay him $100 which is the going rate. And even though usually that would be illegal, you have to keep your promise, here it's different. There's a discussion why that is, but according to some Rishonim, the reason for this is that this type of extortion is wrong since he has the obligation to save him. Why is he escaping from jail in the first place? Let's (laughs) assume he was uh, illegally incarcerated. It's a good point. All jokes aside, Rabbi Wiederblank then entertained the position of the Rifa, who held that this would also apply to drug prices. But the question was still left. What you don't see is what the halacha would be in a case where there is no going rate. We then spoke about the prohibition of Ona'ah from Parashat Behar, Altono Ish Etachiv, which proscribes a prohibition of overcharging via deception stemming from information asymmetry. But this principle doesn't seem to apply here. Everybody has full information. It's just he has a monopoly, and therefore the simple understanding is that Ona isn't relevant here. And so, so far, we're out of luck. We don't have any, <laughs> any sources that are at least directly relevant to our case. The third source might be most relevant, at least in theory. The Talmud says that it's the responsibility of Bastin or of society to sometimes limit profits on staple goods. When it comes to certain staple goods, there's a responsibility upon society. So Rabbi Wiederblank essentially says that Basin has the prerogative to lower the price of a drug and reduce profit maximization on part of the company in situations where the drug is considered yesh baham nefesh. What that would be, would it be $20 a pill or $100 a pill? That would presumably be left to the discretion of Bayston to figure out what makes most sense in this case. Thank you for joining us, Rabbi Wiederblank. It was a pleasure. It might also be pertinent to discuss the prohibition in Baba Batra 90A that one may not profit more than one-sixth of the final selling amount. And this regulation is limited by the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch to an item that entails chayi nefesh, staple food items, and as we discussed earlier, this may also include life-saving drugs. So the question then arises, does this also include the cost of marketing, advertisement, R&D, and the such? And the Shulchan Aruch in Choshen Mishpat answers this question and says, indeed, we may estimate the labor and the expenses, and then calculate the amount of allowed profit 
from that final value. In this case, we don't have a prescription for how to perform such a calculation, but it does seem that future research and development costs cannot be included in the expenses which determine the price of the drug. In any case, the company said that it would work with hospitals and patients on a case-by-case -case basis so that everyone can afford the medication. And we sure hope that's true. Thank you for joining MESN5. I'm your host, Michael Shavolian. Have a great day.